0: Well, good morning. Uh, Monday, October 24th, 2022. Monday, October 24th, 2022. Slava, Ukraine. Heroium Slava. Uh, uh, Yeah, um, what to call it? Uh, Harvey Weinstein. His uh, trial is starting today. One of his trials is starting today. He's got more coming. Um, that should be interesting. Uh, PVT, uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you, uh, Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. Man, do I appreciate you. All weekend you came by, that was really nice of you. I, I'm very happy. Yeah. Uh, if you can, please bring someone with you today or tomorrow. That would be awesome. And tweet to me questions or insights or come fight with me at Cyberclops. C y b e r c l o p s. The reason uh, that I'm uh, mentioning Harvey Weinstein right now, because I I'm not really including it in this in this report. I just saw it come up on the news, so I just wanted to tell you about it in case you were interested. The Me Too movement. Uh, that's right. Uh, and normally, I've started with Ukraine, but today, today, uh, I want to start with Iran and. I hope I say her name correctly. Uh... Gazala... Chelavi, Gazala Chevely. I believe that's the proper way. Uh... If you want to look, look it up, it's, uh... <clears throat> G-H-A-Z-A-L-E-H. Last name... C-H-E-L-A-V-I. Um... Uh, we just found out about this. Uh, on September 20th, a 32 year old Iranian girl was at one of the Iranian protests and was recording it with her phone. As you watch the recording, she scans the crowd and says in her la- native language um, Persian, I believe. <clears throat> Don't worry, don't worry. We are all together. She was she was assuring everyone that it would be fine. Suddenly, her phone falls to the ground facing up and people can be seen walking by. Um, the video uh, um, turned up just a few days ago, I guess, and, and, and people. Um, the video just turned up just a few days ago and I think the phone ended up at, with her family, and they got into the, uh, the phone. And now we know why the video was what it was, why we saw the cell phone fall to... Uh, we didn't see the cell phone. We, did, we didn't even see her in the video. We just saw everything around her. And then suddenly the cell phone falls to the ground. Other cell phone video records the exact seconds during the video. In the city of Amol, A-M-O-L, you see her scanning the crowd. You can see her way in the background. She's up on like a little uh, a little um, stoop, I guess, way in the back of the crowd with her cell phone chanting, we are all Masa Amini, uh, and don't worry, don't worry, we are all together. Um... <clears throat> Uh, if 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 you uh, remember, uh, Masa Amini is the uh, young girl who was killed by Iranian authorities because she wore her hijab too far back. So, she's up there on the ledge. She's recording with her phone. Don't worry, don't worry. We are all together. And you can see, you see it happen. A headshot by Iran's security forces and she falls to the ground where she drops her phone and people are it's spreading all you haven't seen this in the mainstream news yet and but you can go and that's why i spelled her name you can you can google it uh g-h-a-z-a-l-e-h c-h-e-l-a-v-i Uh, You go to YouTube, you can look for, uh, there's a couple of videos, and you can see her being shot in the head and dropping her phone. It's a little grainy, but you see what happens. And I saw uh, one Reddit with the videos side by side. Her video, uh, and then the other video, uh, showing her being shot in the head. And this is really spreading in Iran now. People are really angry ...along with people all over the world, there were protests in Europe. Now we are all... ...Ghazala... Uh, uh, ...Ghazala... Chelavi, ...and Masamini. And hundreds of others who have been murdered by Iranian security forces. Even children as young as 11 beaten to death a girl must wear her hijab at i i and i i could be wrong but i believe at 9 years old they must start wearing their hijab it's really disturbing <clears throat> and moving on to more Now we're going into Russia, but we're going to start with Tehran when we're talking about Russia. Tehran has warned Western countries against provocative approaches after they urged a UN inquiry into Iranian drones allegedly being used in Russia. Iran has denied supplying Russia with weapons for use in Ukraine. And Moscow has accused the West of seeking to put pressure on Tehran with the allegations. A foreign ministry uh, spokesman, Nasser Kanani, said in a statement, the Islamic Republic of Iran considers the current provocative approaches of the European Union and the United Kingdom to be part of a targeted political scenario, which I'm not sure what that means. Moving on. Uh, Secretary of uh, Defense, Lloyd Austin spoke by phone October 23rd with Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shogu who requested a follow-up call, Austin rejected any pretext for Russian escalation and reaffirmed the value of continued communication amid Russia's unlawful and unjustified war uh, against Ukraine. And and, and by the way, let me just say, on, on a side note, the reason we don't call them a terrorist state is because that would mean all communication would end and there would be no chance of ending the, uh, the war. We have to keep it this way. And I don't like it. We all know that, that Russia is a terrorist organization now. We all know that. But we we can't say it until we can get a crowbar under the war to end it. And there is something we definitely know if uh, um, If Russia is accusing Ukraine of doing something or readying to uh, do something, that means Russia is planning a false flag during the phone call that phone call Russian defense minister accused Ukrainians of planning to use a dirty bomb a claim that was strongly refuted by u s officials on uh, yesterday a- as a Russian false flag operation. Uh, According to a senior U.S. administration official, it was Shogu who initiated the second phone call to Austin in three days. National Security Council spokesperson Adrian Watson said in a statement, We reject reports of Minister Shogu's transparently false allegations that Ukraine is preparing to use a dirty bomb on its own territory. The world would see through any attempt to use this allegation as a pretext for escalation. The Russian defense minister also told his uh, uh French, Turkish, and British counterparts of Moscow's concerns that there would be a, a dirty bomb that Ukraine could detonate one. And this is obviously this is obviously uh the pretense to a false flag. It's obviously that's that's Russia's uh playbook to do that. <clears throat> Just so you know how propaganda works in Russia. TV host Anton Krasovsky said Ukrainian children who saw Russians as occupiers under the Soviet Union should have been drowned. That may have been too fast and too harsh. He was suspended and has since apologized as Russia's State Investigative Committee said it was probing his remarks. In response, Foreign Minister Dmitry Koliba lashed out at, at the presenter. He tweeted, Governments which have still not banned RT, which is Russian Today, Russia Today. And, and RT was l- largely seen as retweet because uh, Russia Today used Twitter quite a bit back, back when it started out. Everybody thought it was retweet news, but it was actually Russia Today. Uh, uh, he tweeted, Governments which have still not banned, RT must watch this excerpt. He linked the clip and suggested that uh, Ukraine would put presenter Anton Krasovsky on trial for aggressive genocide incitement. Margarita Simonian, RT's editor-in-chief and And uh, viewed as Russia's chief propagandist, condemned Krasovsky's disgusting remarks and said no one at RT shared his views. But he got the sentence out. And those extremists in Russia will use it just like extremists in the U.S. use Trump's words to go after other people and children. That's how propaganda works. You get it out there, you say, oh no, that's... We didn't mean that, but it's out there. Uh, Spain has said it w- uh, would send 14 fighter jets to Bulgaria and Romania to bolster uh, NATO's eastern flank as the defense alliance strengthens its deterrence capacity. Uh, Romania uh, is uh, right next to Ukraine to the uh, to the west uh, and, mo- uh, mo- uh, and also uh, just to the west of Moldova. Moldova is sandwiched between the two countries. On the west, and it's on the Western Black Sea, uh, and Bulgaria is south uh, of it, and also on the Black Sea. Uh, the Spanish Defense Ministry said in a statement, "Madrid will send six Eurofighter jets and 130 soldiers to Bulgaria between mid-November and early December to train local forces." It added that the country will further deploy eight. F-18M fighter jets and 130 Air Force personnel sent to Romania between December and March 2023 as part of NATO's reaction and deterrence strategy. The country has already sent uh, 12 fighter jets uh, to eastern NATO members Bulgaria, Lithuania, and Estonia since Russia uh, invaded. And remember, remember, uh, Lithuania, Estonia, and Latvia are right on the front lines there along the Baltic Sea, all against, uh, butt up against Russia. Uh, Lithuania isn't directly against Russia, but they and and um, Poland uh, are up against Kaliningrad, which is part of Russia, and it's separated, uh, according to the deputy head of uh, Ukrainian presidency. More than a million households in Ukraine have have been left without uh, electricity. Uh, Kirill Timoshenko said on social media, as of now, 627,000 subscribers have been disconnected in Kmelnitsky Kemel... <clears throat> region. 188,000 in the Mykolaiv region, 102,000 in Volyn region, 242,000 in Cherkasy region, 175,000 in Rivni region, uh, region uh, 62,000 in Karovograd region, and 10,000 in the Odessa region. Of course, I rounded all those numbers. Uh, this has to do with attacks over the weekend and overnight last night as Russia tries to take out infrastructure uh, Zelensky said on uh, social media, the aggressor continues, uh, President Volodymyr Zelensky, uh, said the aggressor continues to terrorize our country. At night, the enemy launched a massive attack, 36 rockets, most of which were shot down. These are vile strikes on critical objects, typical tactics of terrorists. Uh, in Belgrade which we've talked about uh, several times over the last six months because it's just over the line there in Russia. Russia Regional Governor uh, Vyacheslav Gladkov claimed two civilians were killed following strikes on Russia's southern Belgorod region near the border with Ukraine. A second uh, Russian fighter jet crashed into a residential building in the Siberian city of Irkutsk, uh, this time, the pilots did not have time to bail out, uh, and I saw the video. The, the plane was like in a dive bomb into the building. Uh, I guess the engine failed. I don't know. Uh, this is a second fighter jet crash in six days. Uh, only the pilots died. There was nobody on the ground that died, and this seems to show the stress that, uh, uh, that the fighter pilots and the planes are going through. Ukrainian officials said Russia has fired missiles into the Ukrainian-held southern town of Mykolaiv, northwest of the front line of Kherson. Russia fired missiles and drones into the southern shipbuilding town about 35 uh, kilometers, about 22 miles northwest of the front line of Kurson. Uh Yesterday's attacks wiped out the top floor of an apartment block. No fatali- fatalities were recorded. Uh, Russian occupation authorities in Ukrainian city of Kherson have told civilians that they should leave immediately as Ukrainian forces advance into the, uh, in an effort to retake the city as I said was coming several weeks ago. Remember? You and I know way more than the rest of the world. Uh, now remember, I'm concerned with what we talked about and suggested last week that the Nova uh, K- Kakovka Dam is upriver, about 25 miles uh, from Kherson, and Russia may blow the dam to drown the troops, the Ukrainian troops left, uh, and, and, and the Ukrainians left behind. <clears throat> Thousands. Of civilians have already been leaving for, the, uh, for days across the Dnieper, Dnieper River after warnings of looming, uh, the looming Ukrainian offensive. Uh, the uh, authorities said on Telegram, Russian authorities, due to the tense situation at the front, the increased danger of massive shelling of, of the city, and the threat of terrorist attacks, they're calling it terrorist attacks. People defending their own country are terrorists, according to them. <clears throat> Um, and the threats of terrorist attacks, all civilians must immediately leave the city and cross the uh, left bank of the Dnipro, which is the East Bank. Uh, take care of the safety of your family and friends. Do not forget documents, money, valuables, and clothes. And that's it for Russia. Now that I have your attention, let's move on. Let's try and fix the world, the rest of the world. I, You know... Did I not say something was coming? I didn't know what it was. I told I I told you to watch for something big on Friday. I felt it was coming. Wasn't sure what it would be. The Friday flaming bag of crap left on your doorstep. On Friday, the House Committee that is investigating the insurrection issued a subpoena to Donald Trump demanding Trump provide testimony and documents in response to the panel's findings that he personally orchestrated and oversaw a multi-part effort to overturn the 2020 presidential election. The committee ordered Trump to provide records of any phone calls, text messages, and other messages he sent and received on the day of the attack. Uh, He's going to claim executive privilege, and Biden could waive it, I believe. Uh, Records of his communications, also records of the communications between November 3rd, 2020 and January 6th, 2021, in which the election and the certification of the results were discussed. Uh, Any communications regarding extremist groups, including the Proud Boys and Oath Keepers, who have been linked to the attack, and more than a dozen other types of related documentation. And let me tell you, if they're asking for communications between the Proud Boys or uh, the Oath Keepers or talking to anybody about those things remember the committee has probably gotten the phones and the FBI has probably gotten the phones of the Oath Keepers if there is any communication they already know about it you know they already know about it Uh, and the panel ordered Trump to turn over the documents by November 4th and to testify on November 14th. If it happens, they will get documents, documents four days before the election, so I, I, it's likely not to happen. He'll appeal. Uh, but Trump is kind of busy. Today, the Trump organization is set to face criminal tax fraud charges in New York in a trial that could start to tease out the many allegations against the company and, and by extension, Donald Trump Mounting costs for Trump's legal troubles are said to be in the millions of dollars a month, and stupid followers continue to send him money. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Stupid is as stupid does. Uh, today's case is centered on charges that uh, his Manhattan headquartered real estate company defrauded, defrauded New York tax authorities by awarding off-the-books compensation over 15 years to company executives, including lease payments for cars, apartment, uh, apartment rent, and tuition fees for relatives in lieu of some salary, enabling the company to evade paying payroll taxes. And if I'm not mistaken, um, lease payments for cars, apartment rent, In this case, tuition fees, all of this is not only uh, evading taxes for the pay, but also these things are tax deductible. So if they also deducted them on their taxes, oh man, that's a double whammy, if found guilty. The company, which is run by Donald Trump Jr. and Eric Trump, could face $1.6 million in fines and find its ability to operate hotels, golf courses, and other assets impeded in New York. But what comes out may be used in the criminal cases and the civil case by New York State Attorney General Letitia James. Like I said before, this is... Isn't shit hitting a fan? This is a fan being shoved up Trump's ass and finding shit. <laughs> uh, speaking of finding shit, remember last week we said the 11th Circuit uh, uh, Court told Lindsey Graham that he had to show up for questioning in Georgia on Friday. Graham asked the Supreme Court to block a subpoena from the Atlantic Area uh, special grand jury investigating efforts to overturn the 2020 res- presidential election in Georgia. He, f- he filed the emergency request. As you well know, the emergency request was filed with Justice Clarence Thomas, who oversees the 11th Circuit Court. Uh, same as with what happened when uh, Trump filed a request with the Supreme Court. Uh, The right-wing sociopath on the court, Justice Thomas, will likely refer it to the full court. Investigators in Atlanta have been instructed uh, to respond by 5 p.m. Thursday to Graham's request. The latest version of the subpoena issued to Graham by the special grand jury has demanded his testimony by November 17th. Uh, Trump's still overdue on some past debts. Uh, The city of El Paso, Texas, says it's waiting on $500,000 payment from uh, Trump for security it provided during a 2019 rally he hosted in the city. Trump's office did not respond to questions surrounding the lack of payment. And this is what Trump does. He says, oh, we're not going to pay you, but we'll settle out of court for 10%. It ain't going to happen this time. (laughs) I know you were thinking just like we suggested last week. That Boris Johnson could be back and we'd have more reasons to make jokes about UK's parliament. As of last night, UK former Prime Minister Boris Johnson has pulled out of the contest to become the next Conservative Party leader and Prime Minister. Which really sucks, because I had a whole bunch of jokes loaded in my joke grenade uh, launcher. They were going to come out every day. Johnson claimed to have garnered the support of 100 MPs, which is the minimum number, as we said last week, required to clear the threshold to appear on the ballot for Conservative Party membership. But he declined to run, saying this would simply not be the right thing to do, as you can't govern uh, effectively unless you have a united party in Parliament. In other words, he's bailing the Titanic. Uh, instead of uh, uh, leading the Titanic. It looks like it could be Britain's former finance minister, Rishi Sunak. Sunak declared on Sunday morning that he would be standing in the contest. In a tweet, he wrote, The United Kingdom is a great country, but we face a profound economic crisis. That's why I am standing to be leader of the Conservative Party and your next prime minister. Uh, I want to fix our economy, unite our party, and deliver for our country. Uh Sunak will be up against leader of the House of Commons penny uh, mordaunt uh the last time conservatives held a leadership race following the you know the demise of johnson uh his government, truss came first, sunak came second, and Mordaunt came third. So we'll see what happens uh it will probably be sunak uh earlier today, which was actually last night. Uh, uh our time, North and South Korea exchanged warning shots off the West Coast, accusing each other of breaching the maritime borders amid this heightened military tension that has been going on for months. <coughs> Excuse me. The South's Joint Chiefs of Staff uh, said to broadcast warnings and uh, uh, said it broadcast warnings and fired warning shots to see uh, off uh, to sea. Off of uh, North Koreans' merchant vessel that crossed the northern limit line, the NLL, uh, the de facto sea boundary. Well, that's what the NLL is. At around three forty a.m., which was like seven forty p.m. last night, uh, North Korea's uh, Pacific time. Uh, North Korea's military claimed it fired 10 rocket uh, t- artillery rounds after a South Korean Navy ship violated the NL, uh, NLL and fired warning shots on the pretext of tracking down the, an unidentified ship. They both knew which ships it was. I don't know who violated whose, but uh, I'm sure they both had ships right on the line. I told you last week that more challenges were going, uh, going through the court. Friday night, the conservative-dominated Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals. Only one progressive judge on that court. They're all Republicans, except for one. Uh, on the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals, temporarily barred the Biden administration from moving ahead with student debt can- cancellation as judges weigh an effort by the Republican attorneys general to block the program. The court's one-page order said it decided to grant the GOP officials emergency requests for an administrative stay, preventing the Biden administration from discharging any student loan debt under the cancellation program, uh, pending further review of the Republican legal challenge early next week. There should be no means to block it without, without overturning Republican-caused precedent. Republicans have caused these precedents that that means it has to be overturned if it happens the court if it rather if it doesn't get overturned, the court will be seen as partisan. something weird is going on here uh slate uh, court reporter slate great uh, great news source by the way slate court reporter Mark Joseph Stern pointed out. An actual administrative stay would have halted the district court's decision that found no standing. But this order imposes a nationwide injunction against student debt relief. The Eighth Circuit is lying about what it's doing here to cover up the procedural improprieties. That's what he said. Ouch. Uh, People are being urged to continue to sign up for it. Uh, The government is urging people to continue. It's not dead yet unless the mostly Republican Eighth Circuit Court lies through its teeth and kills it. Of course, then it would go to the Supreme Court, and we would uh, see what the right-wing court would do. Uh, Anyway, that's it. Under uh, 30 minutes. Uh, That's it. Thanks for listening. Monday, October 24th, 2022. Monday, October 24th, 2022. I really appreciate you uh, so much. It's very nice of you to come every day, uh, bring someone with you uh, today or uh, tomorrow. Uh, You know, I got up extra early this morning because I got to run out of here today. I got a lot of stuff to do. I got some work to do. Uh, uh, So I got up here uh, at 2.38 (laughs) a.m and started looking at the news. Man, it's going to be a long day. PVTV, Political Views TV podcast, those four words, that's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Uh, You can tweet to me, questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. I got another argument with Glenn Greenwald followers Uh, in the last couple of days. They've been very annoying. (laughs) Uh, You can uh, tweet to me, or you can say hi, or you can send me a news article on my cover, whatever you want. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.